how do you want to feel at the end of your morning routine? Because the cool thing about any routine is that it is unique to you, right? So while journaling might really speak to my heart, I have a friend who's like, she just cannot journal. She's like, nope, it's not for me. Like if I had to sit down and journal every morning, I would, I would sleep through it every single time, right? So I think what you have to do is ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey, friend, welcome to episode number 136 of the Secrets of Supermom show. What would it feel like if you woke up every day and you already knew your plan for your day? Your plan for work, your plan for family, your plan for all the fun things you wanted to do. What if you woke up with anticipation for your day instead of dread? The Supermom Society is our monthly membership for busy moms who want to plan better, connect with their families, and feel really good about the life that they lead. You have big goals, and so do we, and inside this society, we get to do them together. I cannot wait to show you what it's like to have more time, less stress, and a community to cheer you on and hold you up. Head to thesupermomsociety.com for all the details. Y'all, our guest today, Kate House, joins us to talk about one of my favorite topics. And you know, if you've read the book, Secrets of Supermom, that this is even in the book, and that is morning routines. I believe so strongly in a morning routine, and I don't believe it has to be anything crazy or crazy long. And so Kate agrees. Kate and I are so on the same page with this, and she's going to share today why morning routines are so important, how you can start small if you don't have a routine set up at all, and what to include if you only have like 10 or 15 minutes and you really need to do a quick and easy routine. Uh, Kate is joining us. She's a mom of two. She is a host of the Live by Design podcast, a health coach, an educator, a meditation enthusiast, and she's the creator of the woman-focused personal growth group, the LBD Collective. So that's the Live by Design Collective. She wants to help you live by design, not by default. And I joined Kate on her show. And so we share and talk about all about work-life harmony. And you can catch that. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes if you just love Kate and you want to hear a little bit more when we flip the script and she interviews me. So I am thrilled to introduce you to Kate. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have Kate with me here today. Kate, welcome. Hey, Lori. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me here. I have been looking forward to this conversation all morning. I am so excited for it. And we're talking morning routines today, which my listeners know is like a favorite of mine. So I cannot wait to get your twist on it because I love my routine so much mm -hmm. that I always want to make it better and better. And so I love when we can talk about things and hear what other women are doing and say, okay, can I make this better? Can I make this more efficient? You know, can I make my day start better? So I love that, but I would love for you to tell us a little bit about you before we get started. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much, Lori. Yes, I could geek out about morning routines all day. So it's going to be 
so much fun. But yes, my name is Kate House and I live in the small town of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's actually where my husband and I first met when we were little babies in college at Gettysburg College. And after school, we we lived all around for about 10 years. And then we came back to this little town that feels like home and we decided to raise our boys here. So I'm a mom of a just recently turned four-year-old and a five and a half-year-old. And we've got two pup dogs running around and life is so much fun. Um, so I like to say that by day, I'm a stay-at-home mom um, and, and I'm about to be in a new season because this fall, both the boys start school for the first time. And I'm like, so excited. I'm trying to really just enjoy every moment I have with them leading into that new season. And then by night, I'm the host of the Live by Design podcast, uh, where we are all about living by design and not by default. So we really lean into getting unstuck ditching those feelings of overwhelm and taking action, right? Because so often we love to learn and research, but it's the the action taking that starts to make some of those shifts in our lives. So yeah, that's a little bit about who I am and what I'm all about. I love it. And um, and y'all need to go listen to our podcast. We're going to link that up in the show notes, of course, as we always do. Um, but let's talk morning routines. So we're working through summer. We're getting close to back to school when this airs. And I want to know from your perspective, why is a morning routine so important? Mm, oh, I love this question, Lori. So uh, specifically for us very busy ladies, particularly for the moms out there, we know that once the day gets started and gets rolling, it is so hard to hit pause and take time for ourselves. And so I find that if I take time for myself on the front end of the day, it is so much more likely to happen than if I'm like, I'll do it at eight o'clock when the kids are asleep and I'm also exhausted and the kitchen is a mess and the dog just threw up and like, you know, all the life (laughs) is happening and you're like, throw in the towel. I'm just going to watch Netflix and like binge a couple TV shows, which there's nothing wrong with, but that doesn't fill my cup the same way having a morning routine does. So there, there are a handful of benefits for a morning routine. So the first is that it gives us more structure, right? So it allows us to have a little less chaos when possible. And it gives us this proactive approach to our day, right? We're really saying like, this is how I want my day to begin. Um, another thing is that, you know, we're less stressed. There are fewer surprises because we're up hopefully before our kids um, and we're not feeling quite as rushed. And then there's this really beautiful thing that happens when you have more structure and you feel less stressed, your productivity gets increased because, I mean, that's just like a natural byproduct of that, right? Less stress, more structure equals increased productivity. And I don't know any busy lady out there who is like, no, I'm good. I don't need increased productivity. (laughs) So I I find that is really helpful. And then I know you have a lot of of goal-oriented ladies who tune in every week, Lori. And so a big thing with having a morning routine is it gives you this momentum, like you started your day with intention, and then it's so much easier to make some progress to achieve the goal that you're working on because you're like, oh, I feel empowered by what I did this morning, whatever it is that you choose to do. Um, I, I feel empowered by keeping this commitment I made to myself. I feel empowered by the fact that I actually carved out 15 minutes for myself, right? Whatever that looks like for you, but it allows you to to work towards those goals. And finally, Morning routines are so beautiful because when you pour into yourself well in the mornings, then when you do have that time in the evening, you can use that time then to, um, for like hobbies or personal interests or like at night, I love, I I have a watercolor practice. I was a fine arts major in school. I love to paint. Watercolors are perfect for this season of life because I can pick them up and put them down really easily. Um, And I can do them for about an hour at night, but I, I can do that because in the morning I'm taking that time to really pour into myself intentionally. 
Yes. I love that. I love how you talk about productivity and getting more done because you're, you've got this structure and you've got this plan. So I love that it is this step-by-step process because that is so one of the reasons that I do it, right. Is that I, you hear that quote, I get more done by 8am than some people do all day. Right. And (laughs) I feel like that's so true as a busy mom with a morning routine, because I've structured it so well that I am able to get all those things done so that when the life goes haywire, because every day will go haywire in (laughs) some way, right? Like every, no day goes perfectly. At least then you've got that one pocket of time that you said, yes, I won that pocket of time, Mm -hmm. right? It's okay that the afternoon went nuts or that by lunch, it was complete, you know, wheels were (laughs) off the entire bus. It's totally fine with us. I love that. I, I want to ask you, what pieces to your morning routine are you including? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm thinking when you're talking, I'm thinking of my own morning routine and how it applies. And I'm shaking my head going, yes, yes. But I wonder the mom out there that maybe only has a shaky routine or isn't doing anything at all is thinking, how is she doing this? It, like, what is she actually doing? Right? Like, you know, you like to be yes. strategic. So let's talk about that too. Absolutely. Yeah. So my, I'll, I'll tell you like what my ideal morning routine is. And then I'll tell you like, what it gets pared down to depending Mm. on like, did the kids sleep last night? Is somebody sick? Right? Like, and so my ideal morning routine is I wake up, I've already set the coffee the night before. So I have a cup of coffee ready. I I love a good cup of coffee in the morning. And I bring my cup of coffee downstairs with me. I'm right now we're recording in my office space. It's in our basement. And I have this, it's like my little nook. It's the one nook in the house that I'm like, there's pink and there's like all my favorite artwork. It's like my happy place. Right. And so I come down to my happy place. I bring my cup of coffee um, and your happy place could be a seat at your dining table, right? It could be your favorite um, spot on the couch. It doesn't matter where it is. Um, But I come down. What is important is that you prepare the night before. So I like to spend a little time journaling. Um, Journaling for me, my brain is like a very busy place. (laughs) Sometimes I just, I just need, I set a 10 minute timer, nothing crazy, 10 minutes, and I just journal whatever is on my mind. And it just makes my brain go from like, to like a little bit chiller. <laughs> um, and then I like to take time to meditate. And for me, um, I think sometimes when you say meditation, it can feel kind of scary or, you know, we have these ideas about how to do it right. Um, I have a song that I love. It speaks to my heart. It's about seven minutes long and I press play and I just close my eyes and I listen to the lyrics and I, and I focus on my breathing and that's my meditation, but it's another way of just like getting out of my head into my heart and just letting everything kind of relax. Um, And then from there, I like to do my gratitude practice. So I'll write down five things that I'm grateful for from the last like 24 hours or so. And that that's really like, that's the core of my morning routine right there. Now, if I have extra time, if it's like, you know, the stars have aligned and the kids are are content and everybody's taken care of. Um, my husband and I just started doing those cold plunges. We have one of those cold plunge pools. <laughs> oh boy. It's uh, it's invigorating. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't have started it if it weren't for my husband's interest in it. Um, and he had done it for a long time and I was like, all right, maybe it's time I join you. So I've been doing those. Um, so he does it first and then I hop in second and I'm, cause I'm like, maybe your body will warm up the water ever please, so slightly. Please let it warm it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there I've layered in, um, over these summer months, I just start. we got a new dog last year and I've just started kind of training her to be my running buddy. And so we've been going for one to two mile runs. And so I've been giving my boys a little bit of extra screen time in the morning to allow me to have that time to get that run in on days when we don't have something else already planned. And so for me, that's like, that's the ideal morning routine. Um, 
And I don't think you have to wake up at 4 a.m. to have yeah. a morning routine. That's like, that feels really good. So Lori, what time, what time do you like to start your morning routine? What does that look like for you? I know. So I make everyone want to throw up when I say this always, because I do wake up at four, but I progressively started to do that. I started to wake up earlier and earlier as I had more children. And as they woke up earlier and earlier, (laughs) because my ultimate goal was being up before them. And at some point I had to wake up at four in order to be up before them. Cause these kids, they wake up early. They are not teenage sleeping kids. They are (laughs) early kids. And so I started early and now I just love it. It is a habit that I love. And so I love waking up at four, but I agree with you. You do not have to get up at four and have this, you know, hour and a half long, crazy morning routine in my mind in order to get the benefits out of it. Right. Because you say not even, not just productivity, but there's even like health and stress reduction benefits Mm -hmm. of some of these things. And I bet with the journaling and the meditation gratitude, you probably feel that every day, right? You're getting yourself in a space where you're not feeling overstressed, overwhelmed. You're starting your day kind of peaceful and calm. The heart behind the iMom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on iMom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the I'm On podcast with new episodes every Monday. Yes. And you know, Lori, I think what you just said is key because you said I didn't start with waking up at 4am, right? And I think it's so easy for us. I like to think of life as like, it's a book, right? And like, Maybe I'm on chapter five of my morning routine, but you've been doing it for so long and you have such experience with it that you're on chapter like 15, (laughs) you know, and if I compare my chapter five to your chapter 15, well, of course that feels like a little daunting, right? Because I haven't worked my way up to it yet. And so I think that's the beautiful thing about morning routines is that you get to make it unique to you and the season of life you're in. Like you said, it had to get earlier as that season of life kept changing, right? As you had your family grew, your kids woke up earlier. Mine are early birds too. I'm like, dude, sleep in half six, please. (laughs) It's still dark out. (laughs) I know. I'm like, don't leave your room until the clock says six. (laughs) Like, uh, it's so funny. But yeah, I think like, I think you, you think about the season of life you're in you think about all the benefits that you can imagine for yourself by waking up a little bit earlier for your morning routine and you start small, right? You start with 15 minutes earlier and you do that for a while and you start to feel the benefits and you're like, well, what if I woke up 15 more minutes, like a little bit earlier, right? And you can build from there. I think we can have this tendency, at least I should say, I have had this tendency of, you know, perfectionism and wanting Mm -hmm. to always jump in with both feet. And I'm like, I'm going to wake up at three 30. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. Kate, dial it back. Wake up at like six, (laughs) you know, and start small and give yourself permission to grow from there. Yeah. I love that. I love that you're talking about the baby steps, taking those baby steps. And then also just that it doesn't have to be big and crazy, right? It does. It can be 15 minutes. If someone said, I only have 15 minutes. Like what's the most Mm -hmm. important thing I could do in my morning? If I, if I'm only willing to wake up like 10 or 15 minutes earlier and, but I, I really think I should do this, right. I really feel like it's important. I really feel like it might make a difference for you. What would you tell them? 
Mm, I love that question, Lori. Okay. The first thing I would ask them is how do you want to feel at the end of your morning routine? Mm. Because the cool thing about any routine is that it is unique to you, right? So while journaling might really speak to my heart, I have a friend who's like, she just cannot journal. She's like, nope, it's not for me. Like if I had to sit down and journal every morning, I would, I would sleep through it every single time. Right. So I think what you have to do is ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And so here's some examples. If you want to feel energized, well, maybe you do like some gentle stretches or you put on some yoga on YouTube or, um, or if you like wake up and you're like, I'm ready to go, like hop on your Peloton, like whatever that looks like for you. Right. For me, I wake up and I'm like, I need to, I need to get calm. I want to feel centered. I want to feel connected with myself and, and like, I don't know the universe. Like, I feel like my gratitude practice helps me see like mm. the good around me. Right. So for me, it's, if I were to start with just 15 minutes and I wanted to feel centered, I would do my gratitude practice. And then if I had a little bit more time, I might do like a five minute guided meditation where I don't have to think about it. I just press play. And then that's my 15 minutes, right? If I wanted to feel energized, I would do movement. Um, if I wanted to feel inspired, maybe I would read for 15 minutes. Uh, it can be whatever. So I think that's the biggest thing is asking yourself, how do I want to feel? And then just like brainstorm all the things that you can think of in your life that you're like, oh, this supports that feeling. And then decide like, which one do I start with? Which is like the most important one. So for me, it's the gratitude practice and then the meditating. And then eventually when I had more time, it added in the journaling at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can build in more steps and, and it just depends on the season of life you're in, right? Like for the longest time, I was like, I do not want to move my body before 7am. I was like, I am tired. My children wake me up all night. Like it was not something I wanted to do. And now my kids are sleeping through the night. And Laura and I were talking before we hit record about <laughs> how my youngest is a very aggressive cuddler and he sneaks into my bed every night. But for the most part, I get good sleep. So now after my morning routine, after that cold plunge that seriously wakes me up, I go for my run. And and I do that in the morning. And in the summertime, I do it in the morning because it gets hot here in Pennsylvania. Mm, yeah. um, but that's the season now that I'm in where I'm like, okay, I have the time. My kids are old enough that they can kind of entertain themselves for a little while while my husband keeps an ear on them. And, um, and I can add that movement in, but yes. Yeah, so long story short, ask yourself how you want to feel brainstorm a list of things that support that. And then just start with the most important one and build from there. Yes. I love that because, well, it's so in line with what I teach, right? It's so in line because that is exactly what I share with folks is how do we want to feel if you, yeah, if you don't want to, if you want to feel energized, don't do something that's going to like bring you into a full calm state, right. Yeah. Or stress you out. If you want to feel like fun energy, yeah. but my will, I'm willing to bet that a lot of women do what I used to do, which is either check your email or check social <laughs> media as the very first mm. thing. And my guess is that email and social media do not make you feel the way you want to feel. Cause either you feel some sort of comparisonitis or jealousy, or you feel some sort of like wild stress from someone else's fire, right? Mm -hmm. You start to get those feelings that you probably do not want to start your day with. And that's where I started was I cannot start my day like this anymore. I cannot start my day with email and fires and problems that are still going to be there 15 minutes later when I can check it or an hour later or two hours later when I finally get to this. So I love that you say, how do you want to feel? Let's focus on that. Yeah. I do want to ask you, I know a lot of women will say, I started a morning routine and I did <laughs> it for three days. <laughs> and then now I am not doing it anymore, right? It's just changes are hard. And so yeah. it's hard to stay consistent, especially for something that maybe you're not used to doing, or is just yeah. that 
habitual change. So do you have any tips for women that are having a hard time staying as consistent as they would like? Yes, absolutely. The thing that I would tell them, and I love this question, Lori, the thing I would tell them is first of all, be kind to yourself. And second of all, let's just pick a percentage of days that you want to do this. I think oftentimes Mm -hmm. when we implement habits, we've learned like, well, you have to do it every single day. Is that ideal? Absolutely. Of course. Is that always possible? (laughs) Especially when you're implementing a new habit, when you're a high achieving woman, when you probably have little ones or, you know, whatever the demands on your life are, um, anytime you start something new, it's hard, right? You're trying to get that, that inertia going, that activation energy. And so often, you know, we do it for the three days. We're so proud of ourselves. And then life happens. We miss a day, we miss two days. And then we're like, it's so hard to get that activation energy up again. And so my approach for that is like, well, let's let go of the expectation of ourselves to do it every single day and perfectly from the start. And so I like to approach any habit, like with my habit tracker and my group coaching program, we set ourselves a percentage of days that we're aiming for. And it's never a hundred percent, unless it's like, drink water. Like, please do that a hundred percent of days. <laughs> but when it comes to a morning routine, like I like to say like, okay, what would five days out of seven feel like? Or when I'm starting something new, what does four days out of seven feel like? So that looks like to me, that would be like every weekday, but the one that I give myself a mulligan for that I might miss because my kid is sick or I didn't sleep well or whatever it is. Right. And that allows you to feel really successful because you're Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, that's like a low barrier to entry. I could do four days and like, that feels really good. Right. And, and the benefits accumulate over time. And so maybe you do four days, one week and four days, the next week and four days, the week after. And then you're like, well, dang, this feels awesome. Like let's, let's go for five days. Let's see what five days feels like. Right. And, and you can go from there, but that would be my biggest suggestion. And and then the only other thing that comes to mind too, is James clear teaches us in atomic habits, never miss twice. Mm, And so that's why I like choosing four or five days. Cause it's like, okay, well you can miss one day, but this idea of never miss twice, pick back up again tomorrow and just tell yourself like, I'm human. I am not a robot. I have probably little humans who count on me to keep them alive and happy and fed. (laughs) And like, life is going to happen and that's okay. That's good. And like, just give yourself permission to not have to do it perfectly, but keep showing up because that's, that's where the shifts happen is when you keep showing up for yourself and for your life. And, and four days out of every single week, if you think at the end of a year, four times 52, right. That's a ton of days. That's like over 200 days that you showed up for yourself. That's huge compared to like, if you're, if you don't have a morning routine now, at the end of a year's time, 200 days feels like a total win, right? <laughs> yes. Love it. I, Gretchen Rubin teaches to do, to, to never miss twice also. So she'll say, basically, if I miss once, it's fine. And I just tell myself I'll, I'll never miss two days in a row. And so yeah. then it's always a win. And so the days in, that it's hard to motivate, or you don't feel good, or the kids don't feel good or any of those things that you're not beating yourself up. And then I want to tell a client story. I won't share her name, um, but she kept being frustrated because she would miss she was trying to put some new habits into place and she would miss one and then she would restart. And she would say, I had to start again this week. I had to start again. You know, I had to start again yesterday and then I missed again and I had to start again. And I, in my mind, I said, wait a second before, when you were doing this, did you start again? And the answer was no, she would start something and then it would go, she would go months before saying, oh, I should probably do that again. But in this case, she was starting again and again, and she was seeing it as a failure and I could see it as a win. So when we turned that around, it was like, 
oh, hold on a second. I am winning here. I am saying, oh, I missed today, but that's okay because I'm going to start again tomorrow and it's going to be great. And I'm going to do it again. And I, and teaching herself to start again, every single time that she missed was getting that consistency into place and building that habit. It was exactly what she needed. So it was perfect. And so I love that you taught that. You talked about that. Kate, I want to ask you a couple of questions that we love to ask all of our guests. Love it. The first is when do you feel most like a super mom? Mm, I love this question so much. I've actually been thinking a lot about it because I was like, I know this question is coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my boys are 18 months apart. And when I was little, my brother and I were 18 months apart and I loved having like a buddy and I, I, I really wanted our boys to grow up close. I don't want to force it on them, but I want them to like have each other's backs. And it's so sweet because they, when we moved into our home a couple of years ago, they had their own bedrooms and then they kept sleeping over each other's rooms every night. So I was like, well, let's just put you in the same room, but they had two beds and they both have full-size beds. Cause I, I grow giant children. They're like 90th <laughs> percentile and everything. I don't know where the height comes from. Cause I am not tall. Um, and so they both had these full-size beds and every single night now, even with sharing in the same room, they fall asleep in the same bed together. And so I feel like super mom when I go in and, you know, like you tiptoe into their room before you go to sleep to be like, is everyone good? No pillows are over your heads. Like, you know, <laughs> my, my kids like burrow under their blankets. And the last couple of nights they've been sleeping in the same bed together and like snuggling each other, Aww. like with an arm wrapped around the other, their hands touching. And like, that just makes my heart feel really happy. Like, I just want to grow and like nurture these like loving, kind, thoughtful humans. And the fact that they're so close with each other, like, oh, it like makes me tear up every time I see it. Like you guys are so sweet. And that's what I feel like. like, Yes. Oh, that is definitely a super mom moment. I can feel it too. You make, you make my eyes water. So, (laughs) so, okay. We love to ask what's one small step busy moms can do today to get started. So in Mm -hmm. thinking in the context of morning, morning routines, of course, what is one small step they could do today? Yes. Okay. So I would just tell you to remind yourself that you are worthy. I think so often we forget that we are worthy of prioritizing our experience of life because we love our families. Well, we love our careers, whatever it is. And we pour so much energy into that and we forget to pour into ourselves. So the thing I would tell you is first you're worthy. And second, um, set your alarm 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> Let's set it right now. Go That's do right. It. Go do it right <laughs> now. Pull up your phone, uh, grab the, open up the alarm app. Um, and yeah, so the action item to me would just be like, ask yourself how you want to feel as you start your day, choose the item and start tomorrow. Right. Just give yourself to like, and give yourself permission to like, just start small, right? Like take that 10 minutes, that 15 minutes for yourself. Um, but yeah, action item, go set that alarm, girlfriend. <laughs> Love it. Go do it y'all. Kate, where can we find you online? Oh, thank you, Lori. So the best places to connect with me online, my website is misskatehouse.com. So mskatehouse.com. That's also my Instagram handle. That's where I choose to hang out over on social media. Um, and my website is the Live by Design podcast. And Lori is going to be one of our upcoming guests. So when this episode drops, we will have an episode for her on my show as well. We had so much fun chatting about all the things, uh, how to live by design and not by default together. So I'd love to connect with you all over there. Um, and Lori, I'd love to gift your audience audience. I have a, I hosted a summit recently, the goals with soul summit. So if you are a woman who's like, I want to get unstuck, I want to ditch those feelings of overwhelm. And I actually want to set and work towards my goals. And if you like this approach of small baby steps, I think the goals with soul summit will really uh, resonate with you. So if you use code Supermom, you will get access to that private podcast feed totally for free. And this really beautiful workbook that goes along with it for the self-reflection practice. 
So good. You guys definitely are going to want that. We'll put all of that in the show notes. You guys know you can just go there and grab it all. Kate, I could nerd out on morning routines all day, every day. This was so fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.